All right, we're back on the show with the Malapert Smarts here. We're boldly disrespectful to our elders who've actually been in the wrestling business and who actually do it, and we've never been a part of it at all, but we're still going to judge them like we know something, okay? If you got a hot take, Vlad, just let it fly. Oh, by the way, this is Vlad. This is Vlad. Wrestling expert playing the role of Jim Cornette today will be my my friend Vlad. And this is episode 8 of the Malapert Smart Podcast. This is Smart Mark Talk. We're uh, we're gonna break kayfabe here, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this show <laughs> that was done uh, yesterday. At this point, right? We're recording this on uh, on May eleventh, uh, but we're gonna review AEW Dynamite today from May tenth, twenty twenty three. Correct. That's right. right. We've been doing a weekly Dynamite review for a while, but we're gonna do it a little different today. We're not gonna go through the whole show. We're assuming everyone watched the show if you're going to watch this show. So let's just get on with it, all right? So we're going to start with the the most important topic of the day. We're going to go straight to the Orange Cassidy match against Daniel Garcia. So once again, Dan, uh, Orange Cassidy breaking records for the Quantum Flux podcast network. Again, the most highest viewed video Last week was our Orange Cassidy, is Orange Cassidy a needle mover video? Over 200 views. <laughs> so we got we got a 100 view video the week before that, 200 views. Nothing else even comes close. So because of that, uh, just like on Dynamite, he's going to lead off our show. So the Daniel Garcia match. This is for the international title. Um Vlad, any thoughts on this match? Want to put a minute on the clock for Orange Cassidy? <laughs> I, probably don't need, I probably don't need a minute for this. Um, hey, you don't have to use the whole minute if you don't want to. Sure, exactly. I won't need it. Uh, you know, I don't understand why he is, if, why people watching the videos of just Orange Cassidy of our podcast or of our discussion, <laughs> on I don't understand it. Um, you're saying he's just... A decisive or divisive um, like personality. I don't even understand that either. He's he's a he's kind of a clown. He doesn't. I don't know what the decisive you know divisiveness is. He's divisive because people that either will like him or really dislike him. So, but you know what what do, but the ones that like him, I I need to understand why they like him. You know because I still haven't gotten the full idea of what's there to like. I mean, it's the same thing that he's been doing for the last couple of years. Well, he's and cool. he's not. He's really cool, Wait, dude. I mean, do you is that like are you like kayfabing or that he's cool or is or, or or what? Because nobody actually thinks that he's cool. I mean, I refuse to believe that. And okay, <laughs> thank God. And I don't care about the match. I don't care about the match. I know he won, but so who cares? The match. All right. You know, I don't care. Well, I'll talk about the match since I I, I watched it. I'll, yeah. I'll talk. I'll talk about Daniel Garcia. I mean that that little dance he does, that annoying dance. I, it made me laugh. Nothing else on this show made me laugh, but the Daniel Garcia dance, I like. I don't know if you you know the dance I'm speaking of, but no, I do not. Well, you, you gotta go back and look at this. Maybe maybe in the post production, I'll I'll put it on here. For, uh... Yeah, put put it on here for me so I could take a look at this dance because <laughs> because that's what I like to see Daniel Garcia dance. <laughs> Dude, he, 
He's a sports <laughs> entertainer, man. Anyways, I'll just say real quick for Orange Cassidy, I think um, there's a little bit of a story that he's selling this injury. It's getting harder and harder for him to defend the title. So I think they're leading to something, and that's all I'll say. Um, there were parts of this match I didn't really like. I didn't like him acting too lazy. You know, I, I don't mind him acting lazy and disrespectful, but sometimes it's too lazy and, and it looks like the other guy could just whoop his ass, you know. But um, other than that, um, I liked. I I, th I thought it was an okay match. I know you don't like Orange Cassidy, but I'm I'm rolling yep. with his gimmick. And um, but uh, we're gonna move along. We're gonna move along. So okay. let's move on to the the next angle that I want to speak of. Let's talk about. Uh, Julia Hart versus Anna J. <laughs> no DQ. No, yeah, no holds barred, no disqualification. No holds barred. Very personal match. And uh, so, let's let's put a minute on the clock for this show, for this angle for you. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think of this match? Uh, you know, I don't understand when these when they have these women matches that are uh, no DQ and and nobody knows where the build is because nobody I don't remember them building this up to something. You know, so I don't know why they're it was on Rampage. Julia Hart uh, okay, attacked they, her and okay uh, they had a okay they had something on Rampage, but that, does this really mean that they need to have a no DQ violent match? I mean, it, luckily it wasn't like crazy crazy like the, some of their past matches where there was like but it was pretty crazy still right they they brought out the weapons and they brought out chairs all the crazy there things. was chairs, chairs. Yeah. yeah those chairs there was uh, was there there was were there thumbtacks or was that another match i'm thinking of no 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 thumbtacks no no thumbtacks okay but anyway this was a hardcore match and they had a steel cage hardcore match later so that's a, a jim cornettism that uh, they shouldn't have done that twice yeah but I was, real quick yeah i like julie you know julie hart julia hart I, I like her look um you know i don't know i don't think she's like a wrestler like i don't know if she, she could be wrestling in the ring but as far as like being like a a valet or being like a manager type where she kind of interferes in matches for whatever she could be good in that role but She's kind of has a cool look. Anna J is is hot, and that's about all I'll say about Anna J. <laughs> I'll I'll put a minute for myself. So, but um, I I thought the match. I mean, I think it was too hardcore for for Julia Hart. I think. Uh, I mean, we've we haven't seen much of her. I've seen her on Elevation a little bit, but. Right. This seemed like like there's hardcore and like some people really shouldn't be trying to be hardcore because she seems it seemed like she really got hurt she got messed up in this match at the end I don't know if you saw it but uh, she 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 was just laying there like in pain holding her arm she must have broken something or something but they wanted to go through with the finish so one of those type of deals where she was supposed to win so but she she true she was she true she was a trooper she powered through sure I'll give I'll give it up give it up for her. And uh, I think uh, I just think that they shouldn't be putting her through that. There was another sure, time when because she, she got remember she got thrown through the table and her her back of her head hit the freaking floor and everything. Like, I mean, I don't know. It didn't look good enough for me to to warrant uh, really having to do it. But I mean, the angle was kind of silly uh, on Rampage. It was it was kind of funny when Julia Hart attacked 
Anna Jay out of nowhere, and then she ended up getting stretched. <laughs> <laughs> right right then and there so she she blindsided her and then she ended up getting stretched and uh i thought that was funny i mean i don't know it it was it was not a terrible match it was a spectacle that was that was about it but it was interesting yeah. to watch it was interesting to watch it wasn't a fantastic sure. match sure but so is so is a car crash so it doesn't mean it should be it on was, the rest of it the was show. kind of a car crash yeah no there well there you go there you go Anyways, let's move along. Uh, what's my next angle? Angle number three. Christian. Christian had a promo. Um, yes. To talk about uh, challenging Wardlow. So, got, you got them, some thoughts about Christian's promo? Uh, uh, that was great, actually. I thought he was great. The whole. I mean, this is a great heel promo. He, he was, you know, he... He made sure that the crowd, you know, booed the hell out of him. He he said what he had to say. He was very eloquent in the way he delivered it. It was classic heel stuff. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I you know what, how much I enjoyed the feud with Wardlow. You know, but he took shots at Arn Anderson, which were funny. He took shots at the crowd in Detroit, which was hilarious. You know, all, overall, it was pretty great. I mean, he's a great – he's always been a, a great heel uh, promo, I, I feel. He's very, you know, underrated in that regard. And I've always enjoyed Christian when he's used right. And, you know, he was doing this type of stuff a couple months back as well. It just didn't really lead to – maybe because of the injury, didn't lead to where it needed to go. But anyways, Christian, I'm a big fan of. As, and I know you are as well. So I'll let you talk about your guy. Oh, yeah. Well, Christian – Again, yes. Um, I was very happy to see that he's going to be the guy to take this uh, this feud on. And uh, yes, I was very happy with this promo. Uh, going after the dad, and you know, like he did with Jungle Boy, just merciless. That's right. That's right. Merciless. Yeah. So he went after Wardlow's dad, saying everybody in the company had daddy issues. Uh, <laughs> went after Arn, saying that he's looking for a new son because his own son is couldn't cut it. You know. That's right. I thought he That's was talking about right. Cody for a second, like, oh, you know, Cody was his son. <laughs> no, yeah. But, <laughs> no, uh, he actually Brock, has a son. Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson fought on, I think, Ring of Honor, but I maybe that's where he's at. Maybe that's where they put him. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, so I haven't yeah, he, seen Brock Anderson in, like in in many 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 months. God, what just what a stud promo from christian though man top top notch top top notch top notch oh yeah God, yep. everything yeah, that you mentioned was great he should be in the freaking title world title picture against mjf honestly um well yeah if he wasn't a heel it would you know you don't want to go heel versus heel but yes in general he's great and he should be if they used him he should be in the title picture to be honest he's just as good as anyone there all right we're gonna move on let's go to uh Tony Khan's announcement that uh, there will be an announcement next week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this writes itself. Every, every, it's like every week now he has an announcement. But I, I think, okay, well, you're going to give me a minute to discuss this too or no? I was also going to tie this into uh -huh. uh, the fact that he's he's been more on the show. He's kind of been more prominent. <laughs> He's kind yeah. of the he's the authority figure now, definitely. Like people are going to his office to talk to him. 
that's a little bit in the storyline, like Miro and Thunder Rosa, they're back. Yeah, yeah, I thought those, yeah, yeah, those were cool. Those were cool moments, I thought. So, just so yeah, I guess, I guess I'll give you a minute to talk about the announcement and how you feel he's integrating himself into the show. Yeah, well, as far as integrating the show, he shouldn't. He's terrible. He's on, 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 on TV, he's awful. But as far as him just, like, announcing, I think it's also laughable that he's in, that he's just announcing stuff that for next, like I have an announcement next week. <laughs> Ridiculous. But I, I'm guessing it's going to have something to do with the, the, the new show uh, that everybody's been talking about. That's going to supposedly start in, in June. So, you know, we're pretty close to that uh, situation. So maybe that's what he's going to announce. You know, that's the rumor that, that they're going to have a Saturday show, right? Everybody, you know, collision, EW collision. So maybe that's going to be the big announcement or, or maybe it'll have something to do with CM Punk since now people are coming back, right? Miro came back and um, Thunder Rosa, two people that probably have some, also some stuff in the locker room probably, you know, but, you know, maybe now that could also warrant Punk coming back, which I think he will be because that's what the word on the street is, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just say that... Um... Um, the only thing I'll say about Tony Khan integrating himself into the show and being the official like authority figure that we didn't have early on in AEW is that he needs to look out for burying himself because, you know, when there are times when people are like beating someone down and no security comes and things like that, before there was no authority figure, so it didn't really matter. But now since they're, it's it's looking more like he's the guy in charge he's the guy people are going to look to and be like, well, what the hell's going on, you know? So, But, but there has been things where, you know, like uh, like the four-way thing, he made that because he saw everyone was cheating. So he's like, you know, he's the GM here. And, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, say, he'll see that people deserve a title shot or something or deserve a rematch. And, and uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's been too bad. I just, th- I just think they need to be careful that uh, they need to make it make sense, which... Well, yeah, as long as he doesn't go into, like, like the evil authority figure and be actually on the TV, uh, that would be bad. He can't pull that off. He can barely, you know, pull off the Yeah, he's the, ba- he's the babyface GM that will do the right thing, basically, which I guess is a yeah. decent role for him. He doesn't really even have to talk. He just sends Shivani to talk or something. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. What do we? What do we got next? Let's move on. Uh, Let's move on. Number five, Jericho, Chris Jericho. He had an interview mm. backstage with uh, Renee, and yep. he has Adam Cole banned from the building um, whenever he's in the building. And uh, oh, this, this whole thing set up a match with him and Roderick Strong next week, a Falls Count Anywhere mm. fight. Oh, and, oh, yeah, of course. And uh, Roderick Strong somehow got a lawyer, and he got JAS <laughs> – banned from the building just like Adam Cole's banned from the building. So that that all happened really quick. It just they just he just sure. handed him a piece of paper. So all right, well what do you think of this? Yeah. Uh, those things are you know a lot of, as a lot of Jericho stuff is pretty dumb. Uh, the the lawyer, I got a lawyer, well yeah I got a lawyer and you got a lawyer and everybody's got a lawyer. Okay, whatever. It's stupid. But and plus now the first match with Roderick Strong, basically the singles match is a no disqualification, falls count anywhere match with Chris Jericho. I mean, it's fine that that's 
his first match to Jericho, that's actually okay, but because you know Jericho is a, a big name, but you know I don't know this whole thing. You know anything that Jericho is involved with, I'm always down on, and he hasn't been involved in anything good in a long time. Um, Adam Cole, I don't even know, man. I, I want to, you know, he's a good guy. I want to see him succeed, but you know, if he's going to be involved with Jericho. It's just, it's going to go south fast, and that's where this one's, that's where this is going. It's going south fast. I have no faith it's going to work out. So that's my thoughts on, on that dude, or this whole story. Well, I'll just say that uh, I thought this particular promo from Jericho wasn't really that bad. It. It, it, it was funny. There was a moment where he got a he got a laugh from the audience because he said Adam Cole attacking him created an unsafe work environment, and the audience literally <laughs> laughed like it was a comedy show. So well, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's what they're going for the, for the audience to laugh at the show like that, but mm. um, I will say I guess I thought he delivered his lines fine here, and uh, I don't I don't I don't know about a Falls Count Anywhere fight with Roderick Strong. I don't know where though that that's. Yeah. The, bu- the booking there, I don't, I don't know. They could have just had a match. but uh, And then, you know, Roderick Strong talking to Tony Khan or whoever he talked to to get JAS banned from the building also. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, it, it just kind of – it seemed like it was slapped together. They could have – Yeah, they wor- they it, seems, it seems phony. It seems they, ridiculous. Yeah, they could have worked it a little better, I'd say. But yeah. But it is what it is, and it's AW, so you you kind of go with it yeah. because you don't expect you don't expect better. <laughs> it's not one of the feuds I'm I'm digging, I guess. No, and, no. And Britt Baker, personally. Um, let's move on. We got uh, FTR. They were in the ring, and they're going to respond to Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal's challenge for the title. So mm-hmm. um, they, um, I guess, we'll just go through the scene real quick, see what happened. Uh, Oh, FTR, they, they claim that uh, Jarrett, Jarrett and Lethal, they're using Mark Briscoe. That's the whole thing here. And they deny it. Everyone's like, no, Mark Briscoe's my friend. He's like, no, fuck you, Mark Briscoe's my friend. <laughs> and uh, in the end, it's going to be a match at the pay-per-view. And right. uh, Mark Briscoe's going to be the referee. So they, they had a thing like that already where Mark Briscoe was a referee for one of their singles matches on Rampage. I don't know if you've seen that, but... It wasn't imp- it wasn't good, it wasn't important. I think but, I though I don't remember him being this the referee though. I they had a match, right, between um Lethal and and uh, one of the FTRs who was I it? think it was, it was Cash Wheeler, if I'm not mistaken. It was Cash, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't it, remember I for some reason I don't remember Briscoe being the referee for that, but that's how closely I watched those rampages. So yeah, he was in, in I must have end, missed it. At the end of this, uh, Sanjay Spits alcohol in Cash's face. They right, because they were all going to be cel- like a drink, a celebratory drink. Yeah, right. or in Dax's face. And then they beat up Cash, and uh, Jeff Jarrett throws Mark Briscoe into Dax, who was blinded by the alcohol, and then he pile drives just whoever he was holding. <laughs> so uh, uh, what do you think of this? All right, let's, let's, go, at, let's go at this angle. Mm, well, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I like most of the people involved, but I think when you add a lot of the comedic stuff, it's not that good. You know, when you add the huge giant there, and I, I don't know, man. I want to 
I, I mean, I think they'll have a good match. These guys can definitely all. That's what I was going to say. The match is good gonna match. Be dope. The match will be great. You know, these are great workers. Uh, I don't know where they're going with with Mark Briscoe. They could have done a lot with Mark. I, it doesn't look like they're you know they kind of made him into a joke character, kind of more comedic. You know, this guy's like a serious like wrestler. Him and his brother were serious wrestlers. They were pretty fantastic. So of course this put him in a, you know, in this type of situation where he's kind of like a, it's comedic and whatever. But yeah, obviously the match will be pretty good. These guys can all work very well. They're all professionals, you know, Lethal, Jared, FTR, uh, you know, yeah. But as far as the feud, eh, you know, it is what it is. Kind, you know, kind of lacking any real meat. Meat, you know, you kind of just get a lot of vegetables with no meat on this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think they're gonna have a fantastic, stellar match. Sure. But the feud itself has been a little funky. But, I mean, it makes it makes sense. The feud makes sense because, you know, I guess Mark Briscoe knows FTR. They're trying to say, like, oh, they had matches. They had respect for each other. So they're, they were trying to get a match with them. They were trying to get FTR to agree yeah. to a match. So logically, I guess there's some logic there. But... Overall, the whole yeah, the whole scene at the at the farm and Mark Briscoe being a joke, and um, yeah, they they could make a they could have made a little something a little more serious out of him, but I sure, hope they have that it could be like an in intense future. thing. I hope they yeah. have that plan in the future for something better for him than this. But I don't know, you know, you never know with Tony Khan. But I, I think they could have just made him a singles guy, and he could have been involved with feuds for singles titles, like international champion. Sure. That would be fine, yeah. you know, some, something like that. Some really good, solid matches. But sure, absolutely. I guess, I guess not. All right. Uh, no, let me see, ain't happening. Let me see what we got next. Um, so, oh, let's go to the main event. We had the angle with uh, the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite, John Moxley, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. They showed a bit of their history. They've had a lot of history in the, in yeah. the show already. Moxley sure. was the first guy Omega had a beef with. Oh, Moxley jumped him because he was like the big fish on campus, right. I guess. And they had that whole thing at the beginning, which led to like a lights out match where they've already done everything there is to do to each other. <laughs> and uh, and they also fought again, right, for the title. I think Moxley dropped the title to Omega. Um. Uh, when Omega started his reign during the pandemic. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, the that's right. Mo- Moxley was the guy who dropped it to him. He, he lost right. clean. B-trigger. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if it was clean. Wasn't, it, there was some, wasn't there some cheating or something? Well, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, don't, I, think it was, I don't think so. I think Moxley dropped it clean to him there. And Moxley went away for a little while. But uh, they, The point is they've already had a lot of... A lot of fights, yes. a lot of matches, yes. and uh, this that one I guess is, is, is a little different mm-hmm. because it involved, you know, the elite, the rest of the elite, and you know they're fighting. Mm-hmm. They they got stables that are fighting. Um, yeah, but uh, the, there was a big brawl before the match and the match itself. I don't know if you want to give your thoughts on this match. What what do you think? The, just the match itself. Um, the, the match, the the pre-match, the the post-match. Oh, I guess yeah. The angle. I'll restart the clock, but I, I did forget to mention that uh, Don Callis turned 
on Kenny Omega. That was the big that was the big reveal of the night, the big swerve that Don right. Callis uh betrayed Kenny Omega and they're like family, right? So uh any any thoughts on any of it? Not well, I the only thing that was kind of cool, I felt, I mean, obviously it was the usual type of match that you expect in AW kind of a, you know, there's somebody, you know, somebody's blading, but not blading very good, you know. Uh, but anyways, it was, it was what it was. But the spot where they went through the cage was kind of a cool spot, I felt. I mean, I don't know how you do that, you know, but I thought it was a cool spot. I'll give Moxley them... took a bad bump to the floor there. Yeah, and then like... They had the glass. Oh yeah, they had the glass. They had barbed wire, steel steel chair. It was it was. Okay, my only point to that is like you know, the point of wrestling is not to actually do that to yourself. You know, that's it's supposed to be a a work. You're supposed to look like it hurts, but it doesn't. Not actually worked barbed wire. They don't need to use actual barbed wire. Not actually scar your body with blades and. And glass. I mean, I don't know, man. It, to me, it's ridiculous. It, that's it, it loses the art feel when you actually are hurting yourself. You know, when you're actually cutting your back up with glass. I mean, Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? But anyways, uh, overall, eh, you know, and then the swerve. I, the swerve I told you was coming. The swerve. I'll just you know, I'll let you talk. You know, but because I'm in it's up. But the, the swerve I told you like months ago. That's where it looks like it was leading. But so I'm not that surprised. Yeah, I mean, I kind of don't like when when they do a swerve and they really try to make us believe like it's not gonna happen, you know. Like <laughs> I remember, I remember one time, uh, I f- I forgot how it happened, but like, um, C CM Punk was one of the people who got beat up by the Nexus, but then he ended up being the actual leader of the Nexus, and he's like, "Yeah, I made you all think that, you know." I wasn't with them because I even took a power bomb through a table from them. Huh, so you guys are stupid. I'm like, who would do that? You know, who would purposefully <laughs> take a, a blade to the head like Don Callis right. did, just to, uh, you know, just to make this the swerve more surprising or something? Or I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I, I don't like when they do that personally. But other than that, I mean, they they have the brawl with with all the stables and everything. Oh, the one thing that I thought was cool about this whole match was uh, Danielson laughing the whole time at the violence. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, li- I like that for him. I like I like that for him that he's he's a character that's uh, into violence. So, but but other than that, it wasn't it wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. And I guess Don Callis is with the Blackpool Combat Club now. Or maybe, maybe he just he's... doesn't like Kenny Omega. Or maybe he just wants to leave. Maybe he's just done with wrestling. I have no idea. It's hard to say. I don't know. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they need a manager because, like, Regal left, right? So they need someone. Uh, maybe that's where they're going. Or maybe he has nothing to do with it. And he's, like you said, he's just, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm, I don't know, and I'm not sure how much I care so that's the problem. Yeah, this you know, is another angle that I, I didn't really like. But, uh, I mean, we're going to go on to our grades. We're going to give our final grades of the show. I don't know if you want to think about it or if you've already thought about it. I mean, God. All right. I mean, I'll give it a – no, I haven't thought about it. Um, I'll give it a C-. minus. Hmm. I don't know, man. I kind of want to give it a B-. minus. I want to move it up. B minus. 
well, yeah, minded. We, ha- we had the Christian well, well, thing. Um, oh, I, we, brother, we I don't a, know. We had a swerve. You know, all right. I mean, maybe C plus. I can't. I mean, a B a B minus is a pretty good grade because they had two hardcore matches. If they were going to only do one at the end, maybe it would have been better. Although the Julia Hart Anna J match was like a spectacle, like it was interesting to watch. I can't say it was good wrestling. Uh, no. The Orange Cassidy match with Daniel Garcia, I didn't mind. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They had all they had all those those uh, pillars promo stuffs that throughout right. the show that was kind of yeah, it was whatever you know. But right. My highlights okay. are Christian, and I guess yeah. the main event was was. So, I mean, the Ray Phoenix Claudio match we didn't even talk about. That was a waste of time. I didn't even yeah. really. I watched it, but I I really didn't like it. But all right, you know what? I'll move it down to a C plus, only because it's hard <laughs> to give it hard to give it a B. Uh, that's a really good grade. So I'll, I'll give it a C plus just because it had some. It was more exciting than last week. Right. Um. It wasn't. Well, last week. Boring. Yeah. It wasn't last as boring was as last week. Yeah. So I'll give it a C plus. So you're at C minus, huh? That, yeah, that's an, so it's an improvement from last week. Last week you gave it a D plus or something, right? <laughs> yeah, so this is a slightly better show than that. I, I would agree with that. You know, there were some decent moments here, but nothing that – there's so much that we didn't even cover that was, like, not good, you know. You know, there was there was a trios match. There was the, that first match. I mean, there was a whole bunch of other stuff. And the that's stuff true. that we I did cover – I forgot about that, that trios match. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, there was so much of the show that was just junk that it, it's hard. Uh, too much, but you no. Know, so these can, these cannot be good shows. These cannot. When you have all these type of characters in there, there's no way you could. It can go. To me, these shows cannot go past the, a C right now. Uh, so there, uh, C minus is just me being uh, not nice, but I think it's fair for what these shows are. I thought it was. Now that you mentioned that trios match, when uh, mm-hmm. when uh, they were trying to get uh, the best friends to choose their stipulation or something, and they didn't even understand—they didn't even understand what the hell those House of Black House Rules matches were. <laughs> They're like, "All right, you know, no no witches at ringside. We'll take that." <laughs> I got they, no words for you. They no got uh, they got messed up. Um, yeah. Orange Cassidy got messed up. He's gonna fight that guy from Aussie Open. I forgot to mention. Oh, that's that right. Earlier that's another our, thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Orange Cassidy scene that we did our Orange Cassidy segment, but I'm looking yeah. forward to that definitely. Trying to make oh, it yeah. two in a row, maybe. Me too. I, I can't. I can't I, wait I to forward know, to How long can match. he keep this up? I don't freaking know. As long know. as as long as Tony Khan wants to dress up as him, that's how long he'll keep it up. <laughs> Well, Miro is back, so maybe he's going to enter that picture. Miro, I mean, Thunder Rosa, any thoughts there? We didn't really cover that. Uh, yeah, I well, I, you know, you know, yeah, I think it is interesting. Those were interesting things. Those are actually, to me, well, some of the more interesting things that happened on the shows when they came back and kind of went into the – just because they were – they're two characters that I liked, you know, and, and can do some stuff. You know, Miro, before he left, and, what you know, he was – to come around and actually be an interesting character and you know be funny and and be kind of a monstrous heel type thunder rose is a good worker i know she has beef with some of the women in um in the in the back there and some locker room issues that i've heard and i'm sure miro has some issues too as well but 
you know, if you're going to have Miro, you might as well use him, you know, and the same goes for Thunder Rosa. She's, she's a good worker. So uh, I hope that, plus the women's division is such garbage that they have no choice but to put her back in the, in the world title picture, I feel. Well, what I heard about Miro from the word on the street, the, the internet word on the street is uh, uh, that he didn't want, he didn't want to put someone over or something that he was, he was booked into an angle where he was going to lose. And he didn't, he was trying to protect his character like most people do back in the days in the business. And he didn't want to do that, but because in AEW, everyone just loses flat when they get asked to like uh, Lance Archer lost flat, <laughs> uh, freaking, um, Hobbs just lost flat to uh, Wardlow. Right. Looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look strong anymore. Uh, Wardlow lost flat to Samoa Joe. But I don't right. know. I guess people forgot enough or they think some- Joe is uh, enough of a badass that that doesn't really make Wardlow look bad, I guess. I don't I don't know. To me, that was kind of bad. I didn't I didn't think he should lose to, to Joe like the way he did, getting his hair cut mm-hmm. and everything completely and utterly humiliated. But uh, I think he got him back. No, did he get him back? I'm not sure. But anyway, well, he he beat yeah he beat him later. Okay. So, well, guess. yeah. I yeah. mean, if they could figure out something for Miro to do that he'll agree to, you know, fine, good. I like him. The Redeemer, you know, those all those promos were really really solid, really yeah. good, really good, and I thought it was a good character. I mean, I think he beat God. That's how he got back. He beat God in the match, and now he's. <laughs> He's back in AEW, baby. That was the stipulation. If he can beat God one on one, he gets to go back to AEW, and he did it. God. That sounds like more power to Page wrestling against himself and and Impact. He fought. God. Oh, uh, Vince McMahon fought God once, I think, in a tag team match. Yeah, that's right. That was the angle Shawn, with, with Shawn, Shawn Michaels and God against yeah. Vince and Shane. <laughs> yes. All right, well, look, that'll conclude our AEW Dynamite review this week. That was short, I think. A little quicker than we usually do. But uh, anyways, you, you want to do a little segment on WWE? I guess we could talk about Brock Lesnar and Cody. If things you want to discuss, we can go for it, absolutely. Well, I mean, Cody's uh, world heavyweight title run got – Stopped by Brock Lesnar, who I guess was a sore loser, right? During his match, he lost at Backlash, and he doesn't want to leave it at that, right? What do you, what, well, what, do you th- what do you think of this feud continuing? He, I, well, I, it's what I, I messaged you when when I saw it. I think it's better that he feuds with Lesnar than goes for the secondary title. So I'm not really that upset about it. Feuding with Lesnar is money. There's no money in who I mean, whoever's going to be the champion for the secondary belt that nobody cares about, you know. Uh, so I'd rather feud with Lesnar. If they gave me the option, do you want to be the secondary champion or do you want to feud with Lesnar? I'd feud with Lesnar. That's I'd main event matches with Lesnar, you know. So that's an easy decision, you know. So I'm fine with it, to be honest, as far as this goes. Um, now we can talk about the fact that he should have, well, we already talked that to death, that he should won a WrestleMania, but as far as this specific thing, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good All with right. it. What, what about, uh, the, the world? So you're not interested in who wins the world heavyweight title. In the end this well, I think we, 
Well, I think I told you about that before, that it's, uh, we shouldn't even have it. It shouldn't even exist. There shouldn't oh. be no second. God, yeah, I know. You know they they really doesn't... they really screwed the fans here, man. Like it's uh, it it wait, there's things you try to roll with, but this is not something yeah. any, I don't think anyone wants to roll with, man. We no one wants to have a good attitude about this this silly title. That you know, e- you're right. Even if Cody won it, it, it would have been like very depressing. <laughs> That's the title he won. So so can they keep distracting Cody like this? For forever, like okay, then okay, he's done with Lesnar, and then maybe like you know Baron Corbin is gonna say, oh, I'm you know you think you're the best, Cody, try to beat me, and then they'll have <laughs> well, like, three I matches. Don't, and, uh, well, I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I think he's gonna still fight pretty like important wrestlers. Now, if you're asking me who that will be, I don't know, but um, but the fact is he's also stuck on Raw, you know. Which is another issue, you know, because that's they have to split the brand, whatever, split the brands or whatever the heck they they call it, which makes no sense as well. Because why even why do that when you don't when you have such a weak roster base and you really only like ten guys or even less probably are are, some, are ten people that people actually care about? Why why even why would you split up the brand? You know, I don't know. It seems and like then, it uh... seems ridiculous. The um, the the angle with the bloodline. Uh-huh. You're over this or what? They they it should be done already or you? <laughs> what? what yeah, think? I'm over it. I'm over it because I uh, you know I, as I've been saying WrestleMania since post WrestleMania the the TV has been pretty bad. You know, uh, you know I am over it because they've added Riddle to it and it just keep it keeps going the same thing over and over again. And it's the same, like, guys. I think at this point, you know, I'd like to see Sokoa kind of go single and not be in these multi-time matches. And, like, he does his own thing, you know. And, like, he could be with the bloodline, but, like, he's just feuding with – he is actually feuding with main guys. And I think they need to go to that already because it's kind of annoying with, like, uh, this whole thing that they're doing with these multi man matches these six man even these tag team matches i'm over it you know i get it uh but it's the same matches every single time so nothing really changes except like maybe they switch up who's gonna win you know but yeah i'm over that part of it and since roman's not been on tv lately it's even worse i think he will be on the smackdown which will be a reason to watch it but in general yeah i don't i don't think it's a it's been that exciting after since WrestleMania, the Bloodline story specifically. All right. Well, let's wrap up the podcast for the week. That's good enough. Um, you want to take a little sports break? Like back in the days? What do you think? Denver just uh, whooped oh, Phoenix, we're talking right? sports. I didn't. Uh, That's right. We don't have a sports Denver. show yet, so we, we can take our sports sports breaks during our podcast, whichever podcast we're doing. We only have one podcast on this network now, but I'm hoping to get more on here soon. But mm-hmm. uh, so, what do you what do you think of Denver beating uh, Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much predicted it. I mean, of, of course, it was kind of sad end to Phoenix, but you know, I, I you know I didn't sad really like for them Phoenix. So Why are you sad for Phoenix? No, I'm not sad for Phoenix. It was, I'm just saying it was a sad ending to their season. As like, if I was a Phoenix fan, the way they just you know nobody like. Paul couldn't play, and then Aiton doesn't have the guts to play. He just can't play for any pain, and they have no depth. They're starting this 
I don't even know who this Landell center guy, whatever. I mean, I'm glad Denver beat the crap out of them. Don't get me wrong, but you know, yeah, I wouldn't have minded a seventh game there because knowing, knowing maybe the Lakers could get further rest or something. But yeah, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Who might be listening? Vlad is a Laker fan since he was a kid. Ridiculous. Ah, uh, yes. Hardcore Laker fan. Uh, well, what yes, do you think of this game yes. six coming up? Is it tomorrow or today yeah. that we're we're recording this? That's correct. That's right. So it will be uh, today, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about it. I've oh said, my god! You you guys I better win, man. You guys better win. You don't want to go back to I, Golden State, man. Well, absolutely. That goes without saying. Nobody. I think everybody knows the stakes. I mean, you go back to Golden State, you're you could be in a world of trouble at that point. But um, you know, I did say the Lakers in six in the beginning, and this is like a perfect opportunity. I mean, we're at home, we're up three two, we have a chance to close them out, and we should. Now, will we? I can't say hundred percent, but I feel pretty good that we will. You know, there's no hundred percent when you got like you know the type of shooting that the Golden State could offer, but I feel pretty solid that. You know, my prediction's going to stick and it's going to be the Lakers in, in six. Now, who was your prediction for the final? You got the Lakers going to the final or, or what? No, I had Denver going to the final, but I had them against Milwaukee. and That turned out to be a disaster. <laughs> so, and you were, uh, were going to pick Milwaukee to win the championship? <laughs> no, I did pick them. <laughs> I, did, I picked them. So my pick has already been, was eliminated very early on. That was the most. That was the most wrong pick I've had, maybe of all time. Of all my like, the Bucks made me look the dumbest. I like. I, that's why I said I lost. Well, they had my injuries. Basketball. It wasn't that bad a pick. I mean, it, I, I it never really believed the way the way they lost those last couple games was pretty bad. When they were trailing two to one, and then they lost a huge lead in Miami, a double digit lead in the fourth, and then they lost a double digit lead at home to get eliminated. That was. Just crazy. So, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I never had yeah. much belief in Milwaukee, dude. Even when they won the championship, I thought they, like everyone else, kind of just got injured and cleared the way for them. And, uh, you know, so. But that, that happens that, every. That happens every year to. Not this to year. Extent. Not this year. Everyone's but, playing this year now. Shoot. This is a this well, is a pretty good injury-free year, other than Chris Paul. But that doesn't really count he always gets hurt in the playoffs (laughs) they had enough there honestly they had duran and booker they can't complain that they didn't have enough but well i don't know what what they're going to complain about but i'm sure they'll they'll find something that they didn't you know they they didn't have enough time to gel they might be better next year maybe maybe who knows i guess we'll see they don't have any debt though and uh, i don't really have much faith in you know, the key would be Chris Paul being healthy, but you can't really rely on it because he actually is like a leader type. But you, I don't really sense leadership in Booker or Durant. You know, they don't, they're just good players, but they don't have like leaders. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, and the East, well, the East, you know, it's going to game seven uh, between, that's between Boston and Philly. So that should be interesting. I, I think Philly right? blew their I told you Boston was going to push that to game seven. Yeah, yeah, I think it's looking – well, we'll see, but I, I think smart money is probably on Boston not to take it. Philly had their chance, and it looks like they they couldn't get it done. Um, 
and yeah, I'm pretty sure Miami will close it out tomorrow too. So I expect I'm expecting Miami Boston to have like their rematch from last year, their 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 series from last year. But yeah, so I mean, those are my my thoughts as far as that. I think the Lakers will be Golden State, but I don't expect them to be Denver. I have Denver going to the finals. I would love to be wrong there, by the way, but I think Denver's. I think Denver's. I think Denver could actually win the whole thing. I'm picking. I'm picking Denver. I picked them the yeah. last time we had a segment, NBA segment. So I'm picking. I'm telling you, I'm picking yeah. Denver. Whether they play Boston or Miami, I mean, I don't know who it's going to be. I think Boston Miami right. could be a great series, but right. I, I think Denver is going to be the best. They, they got the best home court advantage. They got such a good team. They're used to playing yeah, mile high. It's already comfortable yeah. for them. So uh, I'm thinking this is going to be Denver's, but I think it's theirs to lose. But I guess we'll see. I- yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I kind of I agree with you at this point. I kind of agree with you at this point. But I hope to you be know wrong. The Lakers are the favorites. The they are. You They're mean the like sportsbook the, favorites like, right now? Oh, like the Vegas betting the bets the betting to win favorites. the to win the West. Yeah, to go to the finals. They're favorites. Over yeah. There. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. I I, I know. Let's say I disagree what, with that. What do part they know? What do they know? They had them at five thousand to one in the middle of the season. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, to be to be fair, I had them quite uh, a million to one in the middle of the season. So I, <laughs> yeah, I no, it is them. it is pretty miraculous how far they've come. But uh, I, I think yeah, it's I mean, so, it's already something to be proud of getting this far, even if they right. lose the Golden State. No, we have to finish Golden State. That one we have to finish. We can't blow a 3-1 lead. Oh, yeah, lead. it would so be disappointing to blow a 3-1 lead, but still, it's incredible that they've gotten to the conference semifinals, starting at 2-10 and 10 and being 10th, 13th place yeah. like with two months to go in the season. They they went on a pretty decent roll to get it just to get into the playoffs. Like It was a, yeah, a, a incredible run. It's been an incredible run. Yeah, I mean, of course, if they blow this lead, it's, it's going to hurt, but can't believe yeah. they come this far. It's hard to believe. I I think if they can at least get to the conference finals, I would consider the season a success. Anything above that will be so great. <laughs> if they can get to the finals, and I'm not even going to talk about if they can win the championship, that will be just amazing. That will be so sweet. It will be probably the sweetest title uh, in Laker history, one of the sweetest titles, because it would be so unexpected in a, yeah, in a way. That would, but. that would be great for LeBron's legacy incredible oh for sure it would be incredible for his legacy it'd be one of the more incredible titles of all time i i feel that's just my opinion but we'll see i don't i don't I, unfortunately i'm not predicting that's going to happen so but we'll see it will play out and let's just see if they can beat golden state first and close that out and then we can move on from there and we could discuss that but yeah so far you know things are kind of happening uh, you know, kind of the way I predicted, but except for the the big mistake that I made is in the Milwaukee series, yeah. which is a is a uh, like a what do they call those? Like a, a, a blotch on your record. A blotch on my record. A black a, spot. A black spot a, on Vlad, the, the NBA expert from back right. in the days, the the Khan yeah. TV NBA expert. That's exactly right because I've never missed one that badly. Like as far as picking a champion, and that team that yeah, well, in the who first would pick round. the eighth seed. No one really picks the eighth seed to beat the first seed. That was a hard pick. If if someone really picked that, they were they were a Miami yeah. homer. 
Don't beat yourself. Well, nobody, nobody, I looked at, uh, prior to the that series starting, nobody of the, like, ESPN or all the other news, spot, like, sports stations picked the Heat to win that series. I think everybody said Bucks were going to win in five games and, and ended up being the other way around. So, you know, <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knew? Right. All right, Vlad. Well, listen, I want to thank you again for coming on my show. This, Absolutely. this channel Anytime, wouldn't be possible without you, man. I'm, I'm very grateful to have people on the show with me, so I'm not just talking to myself and looking like a like a loser with no friends. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I like I like today's show. I think it it went by a little a little, you know, the, the pace was a little better yeah. than you know we picked up the pace. And, Hopefully we could get some viewers to actually like us. You know, I tr we're trying well, to improve. We're trying to improve here. You know, I can't. I can't wait to see the, the Orange Cassidy numbers. The, those uh, those are going to be riveting if he gets <laughs> the most views again. I I give up in humanity at that point. Uh, but you know, I've already given up on humanity. I guess because it keeps happening. All so, right. Well, listen, Vlad. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna. End Sorry, the man. show and go to sleep, but have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk about this Laker game. All right, man. Take care. Have a good one. All right.